0: This is episode 184 of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Hey, my friend, thanks for joining me today. Hey, happy Wednesday. Yesterday, we talked about, is our identity wrapped up in us being a pastor? And I kind of want to continue that theme, but recently, I had an experience where I want to illustrate pretty much what I was talking about yesterday. Is our identity wrapped up in being a pastor or being a follower of Jesus? And depending on how we answer that, that informs our motives and what drives us in our not just our life, but particularly in our ministry. So recently, I had an opportunity to do a funeral for a person that I didn't know. A family called me and they said, hey, mom used to attend your church. She hasn't attended in a long time dad passed away. Uh, She talked about your church. Could you do the funeral? Now, I've only been at my church for five years. I don't know these people at all. But of course, I'm going to say, yes, yes, we'll help you. We'll, We'll take care of this for you. And I met with the family and got to know them, got to know the person who had just passed away. And pastor, you understand how these things go. Some of them are difficult. Some of them are easier than others, depending on the personality and makeup and relationships within the family. And this one went, it went okay. I mean, it went pretty well when I met with the family. And then I get to the funeral home for the service. And this is pretty much the hand I was dealt, if I could use that illustration. They basically said, well, here's the room. There's the casket there's going to be a family and there's going to be people there for the service. There's one song in the middle of the service and you got to put the rest of it together. And the song was a secular song that they had picked out. It would be played, you know, MP3 and they'll play it over the sound system. And there you go. And I'm thinking now I'm a human being before I'm a pastor, because it's probably good that, that most pastors are humans, right? So I'm a human being. I'm thinking, this guy this guy lived 80 plus years of his life and I am going to be the person who remembers him at his funeral who who memorializes him at his funeral and none of the family wanted to share they didn't just didn't feel like they could do it without you know breaking down and you've heard that story before although we know that when family members share it's it's always so helpful and so meaningful but none of them felt like they could share. So it was pretty much me and a song. There'd be a song to begin it and a song to end it, but just one song in the middle. So I'm sitting in the chair waiting for the song that the casket was brought in on to finish. I'm sitting in a chair near the where I'm going to speak, the lectern where I'm going to speak. And I'm thinking, look at all these people. Uh, the person in the box was uh, kind of rough and tumble, and uh, there's a lot of people here that are like that. And I didn't recognize anyone in the room as somebody who was from my church. I didn't know anybody in the room. I think I said, "God, this this isn't funny." Like, I have to speak to these people, and I don't want to be just another talking head. Wah, 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 wah. wah. And that's all that they hear, because they've been to these things before. And as I say out loud at these occasions, nobody ever really comes to a memorial service like this to hear a long sermon. So I'm going to honor you today, and I'm not going to give you a long sermon, but I'm so I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, okay, God, I, I need you to show up right now. I need you to help me. Would you please? I know I don't deserve it, but these people, they deserve something. They deserve to hear from you. Would you now? I had planned. I had a message. I had everything written out. I always manuscript a funeral service like that, but in the last number of years, I end up ditching the manuscript so often. I mean, it's there as a a backup for me. But when I'm there and there are these people sitting there, and often it's at their raw moment, and I get to speak to them, I don't really want to read off a page. I want to speak to them person to person from my heart. So I'm asking God, you know, would you help me in this? And I stand up and honestly... God was so kind to them, to me. I felt like the Holy Spirit showed up in the room and, and really just guided me. Now, to show you that this doesn't always happen. Probably a year and a half ago, I was in a different town. I'm in the same church, but I had to travel to a different town to do a similar memorial service. Same situation. I didn't know the family, didn't know the deceased, and. I told my wife after that, I said, Man, that that was really tough. I just didn't feel like I connected with the people in the room. I just the whole thing just felt off for me. And I wasn't able to communicate and connect in a way that I'm that I'm used to being able to do in those settings. And that was a really tough one. And I, I it was kind of in the back of my mind and I was thinking about it and I'm like, God, help me today. Help me to love these people. Help me to speak to these people. Just help me. And And I felt like God showed up, and I I was able to talk about things with them uh, that I I just haven't really done before in a a memorial service, and I was just able to love them. And toward the end of the service, and it it wasn't—I kind of wish it would have been recorded. I'd like to know how how I did this or how the Holy Spirit used me to do this. But one of the things I said toward the end was, you know, I'm not the type of a pastor— who will stand up and tell you, God told me, and then share with them what God told me. I said, but, you know, as I was praying about this memorial service, I asked God, you know, what, God, what would you want me to tell them? And, and I just sensed that God said, tell them I love them, and tell them I like them. And so I told them that. I said, you know, in fact, the Bible actually says that God so loved the world that he gave his only son. But I said to them, tell them I love them. And, and honestly, in that moment, I realized I don't think very often that non-churched people go to a memorial service in an evangelical church or with an evangelical pastor and hear that God loves them without any qualification, without, you know, you have to do this, that, or the other thing, and you've got to do all the, but just to to, to hear, hey, God loves you. In fact, as I was praying, I sensed God telling me to tell you that he loves you. And then I got to share good news, and and not in Christian pastor lingo. Pastor, you know how this goes, right? But I just just got to talk to them and share with them that the truth is is so much better than the lies that are out there in our culture. These lies about a God who is ready to bring the hammer down, a God who uh, hates, and a God who is ready to punish and judge. Certainly, He is. And I shared that. You know, I said, "God, God will judge. I'm not to judge." But I told Him, "I can't judge. I can't judge you. I can't." we can only judge ourselves we only know what kind of faith that we have in god but so i just got to talk to them about god and tell them truth and share scripture with them and and invite them to receive god's love through faith in jesus christ my identity in that room was as a person who loves jesus who wanted I wanted to love those people. I just wanted to love those people, period. But then I wanted to share God's love with them as well. Pastor, I was really thankful that God helped me. The Holy Spirit helped me in the room because honestly, I was I was kind of nervous. I I so wanted them to hear from God and I was not real confident that I was a good vehicle for that in the moment. Uh, but the Lord was kind. And um, I walked away from that feeling like, yeah, they they heard from God. And I, in the, the conversations afterwards, I felt like, yeah, that, that really did happen. And it was validated through my conversations with people and with, with some of the rough and tumble people which you know, is always interesting, and they're kind of always my favorite to talk with. Pastor, I just kind of rambled today, shared with you uh, an experience that I'm sure if I handed the microphone to you, you could share 10 more with me. But I just want to encourage you, love out of your humanness, love out of your follower of Jesusness, and less out of your pastoral authority. Now we could talk about being a pastor and the remarkable opportunity and privilege that there is. So I don't want to downplay that at all, but I think in terms of motivation, we connect best with people when we connect on a human and heart level and not a professional clergy congregational level. But we'll talk about more about that on another day It's great to be with you. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for taking these few minutes. Thank you for serving in your church. And I hope that God blesses you today and you have a great day. And I'll be back tomorrow on the Coaching for Pastors podcast.